Welcome to It's a Crime, I'm Linda, and today we're going to have a few updates in the Suzanne Morphew case. I'm going to talk about Suzanne's dad, Gene Mormon. Also, Sheriff John Speezy finally speaks out, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. There's also a new district attorney, and also it was reported that the FBI were in the area of Salida yesterday. But before I get into it, if you'd like to be part of the It's a Crime community, please click that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. Also, please share this out where you can and give it a like. Now, let's get into it. Before I get into this video, I want to take a moment and honor Suzanne's dad, Gene Mormon, who passed away this morning, November 11th, 2020, after seven months of battling cancer. These are two dearly loved people who are gone within six months of each other. My heart and love goes out to Jean and his family. So yesterday, November 10th, marked six months since Suzanne went missing. That's six months of her girls without their mom. Six months of dear friends and family who have that obvious void in their life and they think of Suzanne every single day and wish that she was back. That's six months of torture. That's six months of Suzanne's dad not knowing where his little girl is. And as I always say, it's six months of limbo, and that limbo is hell. So now let's talk about the update from Sheriff John Speezy. Here's what the update says. Dated November 10th, 2020. Today marks the six-month anniversary of the Suzanne Morphew missing person case. Suzanne Morphew, a loving mother, devoted friend and wife, was last seen by her husband, Barry Morphew, on May 10th, 2020. Since that time, the Chafee County Sheriff's Office has worked closely and tirelessly with the Colorado Bureau of Investigation, Federal Bureau of Investigation, and the 11th Judicial District in an intensive investigation to find Suzanne Morphew. In that time, there have been numerous searches, countless investigative interviews, and hundreds of tips reported in this case. We thank you, our community, for your assistance, concern, and patience, said Chafee County Sheriff John Speezy. Suzanne is missing. We in law enforcement hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. The worst case scenario is that something unlawful occurred, and as such, we go about our investigation, ensuring we are working within the rules of law and treating everything we learn as potential evidence for court. While specific case information is not available, Sheriff Speezy assures residents the case remains a priority. To preserve the integrity of this investigation, we cannot reveal all we have learned nor all that we are doing, but we understand your frustration in wanting this case resolved quickly. That said, with each day that passes, we learn new information in this case. Although the winter months are approaching, the task force assembled to investigate Suzanne Morphew's disappearance continues to move forward and will conduct additional searches and other casework. In one aspect of the case, the task force continues to focus on Suzanne Morphew's social media presence as part of the investigation. Investigators say Suzanne kept in touch with friends she loved dearly. They also believe that sometimes in these type of cases that people don't come forward with information for concern that they may get someone in trouble. To those who may be fearful to come forward, they can reach out anonymously. Once investigators know your concerns, they can address them. Anyone who may have engaged with Suzanne on Facebook, Instagram, Voxer, 
FaceTime, or WhatsApp and would like to share new information or come forward if they haven't been interviewed is asked to contact the Suzanne Morphew tip line regardless of how insignificant you think the information may be or whether you think investigators are already aware of it. Suzanne Morphew tip line 719-312-7530. Thank you, John A. Speezy, Chafee County Sheriff. So there's a few points I'd like to talk about in this press release. The first is where it says in one aspect of the case that the task force continues to focus on Suzanne's social media presence as part of the investigation. It says they also believe that sometimes in these type of cases that people don't come forward with information for concern that they may get someone in trouble. To those who may be fearful to come forward, they can reach out anonymously. Once investigators know your concerns, they can address them. Now, we have heard on Saturday, May the 9th, that Suzanne was talking to a dear friend and then the communication just stopped. And from the sounds of it, she kept in touch with more than one friend and friends that she loved dearly. So probably quite close relationships and maybe some that she confided in in a deeper level. Because the next line where it says, sometimes in these types of cases, people don't come forward with information for concern that they may get someone in trouble. Now imagine for a moment being in this position. It may be hard to say how you would react. But maybe you know something, and maybe you've had a conversation with Suzanne, and you know more than anyone knows, perhaps much more. Maybe it's about how Suzanne felt, what her home life was like, what her relationships were like, what her struggles were, her hopes, her dreams, her fears. And maybe if you are the one who had been conversing with Suzanne, Maybe you feel like you're in a tough situation because you might feel like you're the only one that knows this important information and one that would also put you in some sort of predicament. And you may feel that coming forward will put you and or your family in a situation. And maybe you may even be secretly hoping that the authorities will figure this out so you don't have to come forward with this. That could be a very real feeling and fear because you may feel like you are the only one that knows this information. And this piece of information may be very critical in this case in finding Suzanne and bringing her home. But again, maybe this piece of information may feel like it will expose you because another person who's in question, let's say, would know this information is coming from you. And of course, to you, that would not be comfortable. I could understand that and I could see how that could be scary and I could see how you'd feel torn. The one thing I will say though is, and ask yourself, if the goal and ultimate purpose is in finding Suzanne and bringing her home and relieve the family from this hell they're living, however that looks, then what is the next best step? Ask yourself, is reporting these details going to bring Suzanne home? Potentially bring Suzanne home. If the answer is yes, then you know what to do. You know what the right thing is to do. So let's talk about the next paragraph in this press release. It says, anyone who may have engaged with Suzanne on Facebook, Instagram, Voxer, FaceTime, or WhatsApp 
and would like to share new information or come forward if they haven't been interviewed is asked to contact the Suzanne Morphew tip line, regardless of how insignificant you think the information may be, or whether you think investigators are already aware of it. Again here, if you are watching this video, you may be the missing link to finding Suzanne. And maybe it is a completely minor conversation or something that you think might be no big deal in your opinion. This may be actually a huge deal and huge to the investigators in this case as they're putting this puzzle together. Now, they mentioned Facebook, Instagram, Voxer, FaceTime, and WhatsApp. The one or two that piqued my interest is Voxer and WhatsApp. Uh, to those of you who don't know what Voxer is, it's an app and you can actually hear messages as people speak. It says, or listen later at your convenience. And it's real-time messaging. You can also send text, photos, videos, gifts and share your location and it works on any network on iPhone, Android and the web. WhatsApp is very similar. Now, my first thoughts is because there's such poor reception as we've seen in Salida and Maysville area that perhaps this is why Suzanne was using Voxer and WhatsApp. Also, it's free and she may be contacting people and her loved ones from Indiana and different areas. So I am curious. She's using quite a few different apps. So perhaps there is more to this uh, with people talking to her and maybe know some stuff, especially if she's really close to them. She may be confiding in how she's feeling and what she's going through before she went missing. Now for the new district attorney, her name is Linda Stanley and she is a prosecutor and a former police officer. She says, I have always tried to seek justice with compassion for someone that breaks the law. It's my job to prosecute, but not necessarily to punish. I always try to do what's right for all involved, including the accused and the victim while still maintaining public safety. There are so many people working on Suzanne Morphew's case, not just law enforcement. And we also see YouTubers tirelessly working on videos and working on information and boots on the ground. We have Profiling Evil, Plunder, Real Gone Adventure Media, he's boots on the grounds. We have the Draper Brothers, Tube Crime, Adventures with Purpose, myself. We are not stopping. And we will keep going until Suzanne is found. And then we'll keep going until the person is responsible and accountable. And if you are watching and you are the person responsible and you know who you are, this Christmas is going to look very different, isn't it? Sure, you may be keeping yourself busy during the day and pushing those real thoughts away from you and memories of what actually occurred that night and in the early hours of that morning in May. But at nighttime, when you lay your head down to sleep, those thoughts come rushing in, don't they? Maybe you have visions of her last moments. Maybe you have this empty feeling of her not being there anymore. Maybe all the things that drove you crazy about her are no longer there for you. Maybe you miss her. Maybe the guilt eats you up at night, like a horror movie you watched. And during the day you don't think about until at nighttime you're in the dark and then the thoughts don't stop. The fear doesn't stop. The guilt doesn't stop. So I ask you, how long are you gonna keep going like this? You know what's interesting about the human body and emotions? The emotions get stored, and when you don't let them out, 
they manifest in different ways. Maybe you have insomnia. Maybe you're waking up with a sore back. Maybe you're getting klutzy from the lack of sleep. Maybe even paranoid. How long are you gonna go for self-preservation? Was it worth it? These memories of her last moments aren't going to fade away. And what you did won't fade away. You can't ignore it like an angry conversation that's easily forgiven. It'll always be with you. And doesn't Suzanne deserve the truth? Doesn't her girls deserve to have their mom back? Don't they deserve to be out of this hell they're in without their mom? Their lives will never be the same again. And it's a ripple effect. No Christmases or holidays with their mom. No more memories around the table and the laughter and making memories. Those girls' mother will not be there when they get married or when they have children. Moments that were stolen not only from Suzanne, but her babies and her future grandchildren. Her family. She wasn't there to spend the last six months with her dying dad to love him, to hug him, to hold him, and to say goodbye. And now he's gone forever. This wasn't her choice to be away. You chose that for her. You stole that from her and from her girls. And now you have the rest of your life to deal with it. Do the right thing, stop all of this, and come forward. Because I promise you, we won't stop. We won't stop. Let's have a chit chat below. Please leave hearts for Jean and Suzanne and also the hashtag justice for Suzanne. We won't stop.